Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 125 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino, And we've got a nice question coming to you today about couple spending. Yes, couple spending. It's all too often that money problems or money miscommunication, anyway, uh, can ruin relationships. And today we will help a troubled woman put together a good conversation for her to have with her husband about their expenses. So let's hear her question and do our best to help out. My husband and I view our finances and budgeting very differently. I oversee and pay for the bills, and he insists that we always have more to spend and does spend on things that we, I, don't plan for. Is there any kind of way I can get him to change his spending habits without nagging or being too pushy? What a nicely framed question. Very polite of you. Thank you for sending this in. Uh... I mentioned this recently, but I have become more and more enthusiastic about budgeting, financial planning, etc. lately, and I can't talk about this stuff enough, so I am really happy to have the opportunity to blend two of my passions together here. Now, first and foremost, it seems evident in your question that you want this process to be smooth, seems like you want to stay non-aggressive and not shame your husband, which is terrific. Finances are very personal and very important, so a conversation about a topic of such magnitude should definitely be about unity and respect, as should all conversations, but something like this in particular. So, I would encourage you to not think of yourself as a nag for wanting to discuss something like this, not only because you're not being a nag, but because you can definitely approach this subject in a way that's looking out for the best interests of the two of you. Now, regardless of how frustrated you are or how tempted you may or may not be to want to slap some sense into him, leading with the philosophy of mutual benefit is key. I have a feeling you're already thinking that way, though. So again, gold star. I will say that whether it's finances or something else that you feel is putting great stress on you, and if your husband is at least partly to blame, uh, it's important to articulate that. And if the partnership is good, he should be receptive to that, to the stress that you are feeling. Now, I've said on here a million times that communication is so important, but let's consider how you can go about constructing an effective communication about your specific financial situation. Now, as with all conversations in which you'd like the other person to adjust a destructive behavior, 
I highly suggest there being respect and trust built first. Even with the best of intentions, we often resort to yelling at and shaming people for their behavior. This barely, barely ever works, especially if we're doing this to an adult who is not as impressionable or scares as easily as a child. Um, Now, what this means for your conversation is that it could be good to lead with the exploration of your husband's financial desires or needs. Hear him out and see where he's coming from first, and then you can articulate your feelings and work to come up with a plan together. Some ways to start this dialogue and get him being a bit more mindful about spending would be to ask him to reflect on things he might have wanted in the past that he wasn't able to afford, or how much use he's gotten out of the things he chose to buy that were out of the budget. And there's no accusation here. You're simply warming him up to the idea that you know, maybe he could have gotten more fulfillment out of spending differently. Again, help him feel as though you're looking out for his best interest, which, as his wife, I'm sure you are. Unless this ends up being one of those spousal homicide storylines one might find on the Investigation Discovery Channel. Let's hope not. (laughs) Now, throughout this conversation, um, you'll probably find that he wishes he'd made some different financial decisions. And again, he can come to this conclusion before you even mention the stress his decisions have brought onto you. Like most people with poor spending habits, I would be willing to guess your husband spends the way he does because he does not want to be held down by money. Whether he is trying to keep up with the Joneses or just try a lot of different hobbies or gadgets, poor spending can usually be boiled down to wanting some type of financial freedom. Many people who don't want money to be a concern spend as if it isn't. And as we know, this behavior will only distance us from true financial freedom. Now, what you can do, either yourself or with the aid of a financial advisor, if you feel your husband would be responsive to it, is remind him of how much freedom does come from planning. Now, we see this in many areas of life. It goes far beyond money. While planning gives the illusion of no time for spontaneity, it paradoxically frees up space for spontaneity because you won't have to use brain power on struggling to figure out where the money or whatever else is going to come from. If it's already planned in advance, there's less of a need to scramble and any negative effects of spontaneous choices are better stifled. I mean, think about it. Why why are you good at saving? Probably because you've considered what you want to save for, what priorities are important for you to make sure you have enough money for. So cultivate this mindset in your husband. Continue shifting focus onto him and ask him what he wants. What does he want to plan for? What does he want to afford down the road? And how will his financial decisions today affect that? A startling number of people don't ask themselves these simple yet important questions, and I have a gut feeling that your husband might be one of them. So let him know that, as his wife, you want to make sure his dreams can be realized and that you want to help him do that. Crunch the numbers together and be open-minded enough in this endeavor that you're even willing to flex on your restrictions. This should be a learning experience for you, too. And if you two do the math together and find that you may be saving more than you need to, you know, then find a common ground for budgeting. 
while this conversation is seemingly about helping your husband save better, there's much more to it, many more ways for you to both benefit. See it as an opportunity to show mutual respect, understand where he's coming from, help him reach his goals, and more importantly, help you both reach your goals. Ideally, somewhere in this conversation, you two will also discuss what you both want in the future and how you can efficiently save for purchases that mean a lot to both of you. The more ways you can discover that you're on the same page, the easier the conversation will be, and the better you two can grow together. And if you have the same ideas or goals you want to reach, the relationship will really thrive financially and spiritually. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the woman who sent this question in, thank you so much for paving the way for couples everywhere. Uh, The odd personal nature of money can be so personal that sometimes couples won't even want to get into the discussion with their significant others, which, as you know, is a big problem. So for you to come to us with this topic and want to handle it gracefully is really awesome. And I hope you got something from this episode about how to do that. Now, for everyone else, you know you can send your questions in as well. Email them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take them there, email you with an answer in a few days, have a dialogue about it over email if you need to, and then you will hear it on the show. Easy peasy. Don't be shy. Thank you so much for being here today, guys. We are wrapping it up, so I will look forward to talking to you next time, and I hope you all tune in. Until then.